Welcome to another edition of the More You Know Co. podcast that's all about the people and places of Northern Colorado. Today we're going to be talking to Lance Sample with Sample CPAs about the insanity that is the Internal Revenue Service. And they said, sorry, we can't. How would I? It didn't exist until you designed it. Yeah, yeah. So, and then they wouldn't talk to me. So, here we have Lance Sample with Sample CPAs. Hey, welcome to the podcast, Lance. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So we have three main topics to talk about today. Number one is going to be tax planning when you don't know what the rules are. Number two is going to be tips on getting your tax info together for filings. And number three is going to be reasons for hiring a tax professional that's just plain smart. So not that you're just plain smart, though you are, but that it is just plain smart to hire a tax professional. Right. Thanks for that clarification. First off, Lance, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So, uh, I'm a, I'm a boring CPA, uh, born and raised here uh, in Fort Collins. Don't plan on going anywhere uh, too soon. I mean, I would like to go to warmer climates, but uh, my wife tells me we have to be here until I retire. So uh, I'll be here for another probably 20 years or so at minimum. I've got two boys, uh, age 19 and five. Yeah, life's good. And uh, we're, we're just getting ramped up for the tax season. Well, awesome. So uh yeah, you've been my CPA forever, and I've only known you as a CPA. How long have you been doing this? And you're with Sample CPAs, right? Correct. Yeah, firm is Sample CPAs. Uh, currently, it's just me. But yeah, this is uh, going into year 20, uh, which is hard to believe. Year 20. Wow. You, you're only like 24 years old, right? Correct. Correct. So yes, I've been doing this from a very young age. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So tell us a little bit about what a CPA is and why the S is so small. Yeah, so it uh, <laughs> CPA stands for Certified Public Accountant, and the small s is plural. So there are more than one accountants. See, so otherwise, I don't know that it would have any designation uh, meaning if it was CPAS, uh, all caps. I don't know what that means. The small s. <laughs> Since that's what we had on the original, and I, I tell you, it was just the font. I swear, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all it's all positive. We just, uh, you know. In real estate, you get it close enough, and here in the accounting world, we try to be a little more precise. Well, that's a good that's a good trait to have when you're a CPA. Precision right. is important. Yeah, yeah, a little little OCD never hurt anybody in the uh, right. accounting. That that's who you want as a CPA: somebody who loves numbers, somebody who's definitely into the detail side of things. Yeah, and that fits you well. That fits you well. Yeah, yeah. Again, I think uh, I think there are those of us that uh, have that brain that works that way. Uh, so you kind of default into this sort of uh, profession. And, uh, you know, again, it's a very small percentage of the population that wants to do what I do. Yes. And, and we're glad that you're around because after what the IRS's rules and so forth look like, we need somebody to interpret all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like we've talked before, they, they think simplifying means making it uh, infinitely harder. Um, so, so I think, uh, I think that's always fun. Job security. There you go. And that, that's, that's very, very true, which leads us into a question of what is the IRS and why are they so hated? <laughs> well, I'm not sure everybody hates them, but, uh, basically the IRS is the, you know, the regulatory body, uh, when it comes to taxes and filings and things like that. And I think most recently we've had some some challenges uh, with the IRS, just being able to respond to them or work with them 
due to staffing and COVID, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of times they, you know, they may send out a notice, whether it's accurate or not, uh, you know, in the details. But when you get a chance to look at it and you try to say, hey, you know, you're, you, it looks like you're missing this document. We'll try to work with you. Uh, you can't get through to them on the phone. Uh, so it makes it really hard. They they leave a message or you get a message after waiting on hold that says, you know, due to high call volume, we're unable to answer your call, call back later, click. Um, so that's all challenging. And then if you try to respond via mail, uh, they're about 12 months behind currently in opening mail. It, it just makes it a struggle, again, which makes people frustrated and, and maybe hate uh, some of the some of the processes that the IRS has in place currently. It's just been tough, uh, especially, like I said, the last two years, they used COVID as a reason for their delays in in uh, processing. Right, right. Well, that, that's, that's our first topic here is tax planning when you don't know what the rules will be. And I know we talked a little bit about this over coffee, and I thought it was just ludicrous and would make a great topic. But, you know, there's, there's packages they haven't even passed yet that are going to affect what our tax filings look like. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I think the the big thing, obviously, going into the end of last year in 2021 was this Build Back Better bill that they had proposed that, you know, there were, there were all sorts of things in this, guesses as to what would be in it, what wouldn't be in it. And a lot of what made it really tricky was there was some thought that they could make some of these rules retroactive. So, for example, one of the things they looked at was, you know, eliminating a 1031 exchange or eliminating step up in basis. And again, there was speculation that they would make it retroactive to like April uh, when when Biden first thought about this stuff. So, again, when we're making retroactive tax changes, it makes it virtually impossible to do tax planning. So if somebody said, hey, should I do a 1031 exchange? And it's like, well, I don't know if it's even allowed anymore. So maybe, you know, so it's it it makes me look, you know, like I don't have a decisive answer, which at that point I don't because uh, right. you don't know what the rules are. Yeah, yeah, that, that definitely makes it quite difficult to uh, let somebody know when they're sitting down with you, structuring how they want to do their taxes for the year or what things they should be doing when you don't know what the outcome is going to be at the end of the year. Right, right. And even even when they do things, quote unquote, normally you're still trying to project what's going to happen in a future year. So the biggest things that that people talk about, and, and another one on Build Back Better even, was cap gains rates, you know, and, and taxing it at, at ordinary income. But then there were details, and, and you don't know. So people are saying, hey, should I sell this or do that? And I don't know, you know, if you're going to be better off doing it now or later. And so, it, it, again, it just creates a lot of challenge uh, when you don't know what the rules are supposed to be or what the tax rates are going to be, and, and you're just making educated guesses. Oh, yeah. Just a, just a total swag at how you're structuring taxes and so forth. That, that definitely some challenges that are out there. Right. Yeah. So it makes it, I mean, it makes it fun, but it also makes it frustrating. Yeah. Fun, funly frustrating. <laughs> yeah. You've never heard that one before, have you? I haven't, actually. <laughs> Only a CPA. Only if yeah. you would be like, hey, this is a this is a blast. I love this. It is so frustrating. <laughs> it is awesome. <laughs> well, hey, this is a good time to thank our sponsor, the Wineland team at REMAX Alliance. Serving the real estate needs of Northern Colorado for over 25 years, the Wineland team prides itself on top quality service, 
with a team of unsurpassed professionals ensuring your experience is enjoyable and a smooth process. If you'd like to complete list of fantastic service providers and contractors in Northern Colorado, visit nathansdirectory.com. That's N-A-T-H-A-N-S directory.com. You know, Lance here is a part of that professional team that we keep on hand and we refer our clients to. We really appreciate him. We have quite a few others that are along that line. And since we got Lance here, our second topic is what is your best tips on getting everything together for your tax filings for the year? Yeah, so it depends uh, whether it's a business or individual, really. Individuals kind of are at the mercy of whomever they're receiving forms from. So whether it's a W-2 from the employer or a 1099 from your investment advisor or a K-1, even if you're if you're involved in a business. But what I do with my clients is each year I send out tax organizers to help them kind of remember what documents to be looking for and help them kind of just be organized for the for the filing season. So I just sent those out last week, kind of gives a list, uh, again, of documents to be looking for. So then people can start compiling that once they get it in the mail and say, okay, here's my W-2, here's my 1099s, here's my K-1s. And once that's all ready, then they can call me up and bring it in. And it just makes the uh, process a lot more efficient if everybody has all the documents compiled at once. And then for businesses, a lot of times, you know, folks use QuickBooks or Peachtree or whatever to keep their records. So really, once they get their bank reconciled uh, and everything's in good order, they kind of tie out all their accounts. Then they can schedule a time to come in, meet with me, and we can go through the financials at that point. And that's really the biggest things that I look for when it comes to the actual return preparation each year. Awesome. And I just got my tax planning email from you, which I will open this year and actually lean into. I got all my tax filings for the business all done on on time. I thought that was a good a good first step. Figured out my health insurance issues that I had and so forth. And, and I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm ready to get you stuff. So See, I'm ahead of the curve this year. That's impressive, isn't it? That is really impressive. I don't. I, it's not even October yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know me well. You know me well. So when somebody's choosing a CPA, um, what questions should they be asking their CPA? What what kind of things are important to for a person to have in a CPA? There, there are a lot of things. I I think for me, I kind of do a you know 15 minute phone call or in person meeting with potential new clients and just see if it's a good fit. You want to have a good relationship with your CPA, you want to feel, you know, comfortable telling them stuff, asking questions and, you know, again, feel that there's a a comfort level and a and a security with that and and a trust level. A lot of people obviously you you want to get what you pay for. Asking what the rate is, what to expect, how much is this going to cost and then feel like you're getting value. And some people, quite frankly, don't feel like there's there's a lot of value. And here's my documents, you prepare it, give them a return, and they think it's just a return. Are, are you getting more than just the compliance piece? Are you getting a little more consulting? Are you getting some ideas, uh, you know, on, on what to do and how to structure things? Are you getting, you know, longer term planning as far as are you looking at retirement? Are you looking at health savings accounts, these sorts of things, not just, again, drop it off, I'll put it into a system, print it out, and away we go. But if you want a little more than that, again, just having that conversation with the CPA up front uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that really does. And what, what my experience has been is that I can't stay up on all these IRS rules that haven't even passed yet and know what uh, you know what rules, what deductibles I have, you know, just different things along that line to where 
when I get done with a tax return, if I was to do it myself and then compare it to yours, I'm sure you're you're saving me a lot of money and probably a lot more than I'm paying you typically on a, on an average return. And my, my return is probably mildly complex, maybe probably not even right in the middle, but somewhere below that. And I know that some of these, you know, when you got multiple LLCs and different things, there's a, there's a lot of different tax filings that go on. And you, in my opinion, you'd be insane not to use a CPA for that kind of stuff because you just waste all your time trying to stay up on uh, on what all the tax rules are. Right. Yeah. I think I think you're spot on, and and especially in the last few years, even under Trump, the Trump tax cuts, basically tax cuts and jobs act, changed a, a lot of things uh, pretty dramatically. And even I, I've seen several times where people aren't taking advantage of Section 199A qualified business income deduction where high scope, basically, you're getting a 20% deduction of, of business income. Again, that was all new. It's challenging stuff. It's hard to keep track of all this stuff. And and if you're trying to do your own, maybe, you know, uh, maybe you miss that and, and you're missing out on X number of dollars of, of tax savings. Yeah, absolutely. And that's all part of our third topic, which is uh, reasons using a CPA is just plain smart. Um, and those are those are some excellent things. What other areas does a CPA typically help with? Yeah, again, I think it's it, it can be more encompassing than just the tax compliance piece. But again, going through people's personal situations and saying, okay, what are you trying to do? Are you and you know, are you trying to save money for a kid's college, for example? Do you have a five twenty nine plan? Do you know that's deductible from the state? Things like that. Again, just doing more holistic planning, really, as opposed to just the compliance piece, although the compliance piece is, you know, a big chunk of it. And it's hard. And again, staying up on the rules and just making people aware. And again, trying to do that tax planning, because as as we all know, it's a little hard to plan for something that uh, happened last year. You know, it's already it's already done. Um, and a lot of times that's, you know, that's what we do as CPAs, right? You bring in your stuff, say, in February of 2022, but it's all 2021's information. So then I look at it and say, oh man, Nathan, we should have done this. Well, it was too late, right? So how do you stay on top of these things and and communicate with the clients such that, that they're aware of it and can take advantage of whatever that might be, whatever that opportunity is that then fits their individual situation? Right, right. Absolutely. And that's you know, I, I suppose if you were somebody that was just looking for a tax filing, that's all you wanted, and it was relatively simple, maybe something TurboTax or one of the onlines is maybe a better fit for you. Um, but if you really want that tax planning piece and, and really maximizing your your return, definitely a CPA. Right, right. And again, I you know I, I like to have that conversation again with people because it, it may not be worth it. I'm I'm very into uh, cost benefit analysis, uh, as it were, and if. Somebody just has a W-2, let's say, standard deduction. Well, yeah, you can probably do that yourself, whether it's TurboTax or even go into like H&R Block or something to that effect. It's probably a little cheaper if you're not looking for more of that planning side of things or that consulting. You know, again, I tell people to go that route. Right, right. Awesome. Well, in wrap-up, I got a couple of quick questions for you. Number one is, what is the craziest CPA story that you've got? And don't use my name directly. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So <laughs> right now, a lot of coming to mind is just dealing with the IRS. So for example, I filed a, a return last year. They got rejected uh, because it said the name didn't match the EIN. 
So then we paper filed the return. The IRS sent a notice, said we assigned a new EIN. And we said, well, why? We've been using the same EIN for, you know, however long it's been, 10 years or something to that effect. And here we are waiting um, and haven't heard a response. So (laughs) I and of course, I called the IRS and they said, you know, I said, hey, here's the EIN uh, that we've been using. I have a power of attorney. Curious to know what's going on with this, why, why they would have assigned a new EIN. Then they said, what's the new EIN? So I told them, they said, do you have a power of attorney for the new EIN? I said, no, because it's, it didn't exist. And they said, sorry, we can't. How would I? It didn't exist until you assigned it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then they wouldn't talk to me. So it feels like we're, we're almost on opposing teams. Whereas you would think the IRS would, would be kind of on the same team as the CPA trying to get work done and get through the system. But uh, at times it's, uh, it's trickier than it needs to be. Sounds like it. <laughs> Absolutely. So Lance, what's your favorite uh, bar or restaurant in Northern Colorado? That's a good question. I think, well, all my favorite bars are, have uh, closed down because again, I've been here my whole life and, and now they don't exist. So nobody even knows what they are. <laughs> but I, th- I think uh, restaurant wise, um, you know, we always like Nordy's. It's close to our house. Can't go wrong with, with barbecue uh, in my <laughs> humble opinion. Very true. Very true. I love the little lunch buffet thing. I, I always get, you know, just a big pile of meat and forget everything else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I can't go there during lunch because I then have to take a nap immediately following. <laughs> Especially this time of year, you got way too much to do. So, yeah. so Lance, when will CPAs be replaced by artificial intelligence? Uh, my guess is never, but <laughs> you, who knows? I, I hope it's sooner than later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> If the if the uh, last two years or anything like the future holds, uh, I'm all for AI taking over and I can go into uh, real estate. Yeah, there you go. Which will have been taken over by AI. So, yeah, that'll that'll be a perfect transition for you. (laughs) (laughs) The team threw on one last question here, which are uh, Ethereum, NFT and blockchain affecting you or your business? So I don't have a lot of. Uh, clients that are in those specific areas, thankfully. But everything is leaning toward treating all that stuff similar to any other uh, investment transactions and anything like that. And I know uh, I do have a client who does some crypto stuff, and and I can't remember whether it's Coinbase or whomever, actually will then prepare kind of the out, output that they need for their actual tax return so we can put it on Schedule D. Uh, and and report that appropriately. But a, again, that stuff uh, for sure is not in in my uh, wheelhouse because I don't understand it. Uh, you know, I, I think you like need to be. Nobody does, right? Yeah. Well, I think you need to be between age like twelve and twenty to really uh, really get into this NFT. To me, it's just why why are you spending money on something that's uh, you know a digital picture of a cat or whatever. I don't get it. I, I don't know why people do it, but uh, again, don't. Uh, I don't do a lot of that specifically, or clients that I have don't do a lot of that specifically. Yeah, and then of course I'm in the same boat. You know, people are talking about it and so forth. Like, yeah, I, I I don't get why you would do that, or I don't understand that chunk at all. And I think I'm in the majority of that actually. So sounds like yeah. we're in the same boat. Yeah, well, and I think, again, there's cost benefit on everything and uh, maybe being a little more conservative. Even, you know, you look at uh, cryptocurrency and it's 
bouncing all over the place. I'd have heart palpitations if I if I invested in that and watched it on a daily basis. <laughs> what do you mean it's worth a third of what it was an hour ago? Yeah. <laughs> no, no problem. It'll double in the next five minutes, right? Right, right. I love so, it. So I steer clear. Right, yeah, yeah, so do I. Well, we covered tax planning when you don't know the rules. That was very interesting. Tips on getting your tax information together for your filings and reasons to hire a tax professional that is just plain smart. Hey, I really appreciate your time, Lance. I know you're busy this time of year and that's probably quite an understatement. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Really appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Nathan. Have a great day out there. And uh, yeah, let's make it through another three months or so. And hopefully the snow's melted so we can play some golf. There you go. You know, here's the, here's the 2022, right? That it, that it may be different than all the 20 other 2020s. Yeah. <laughs>